Peacock Streaming. The biggest sports and live events on the planet. From Super Bowl 56. What a game this is. To complete coverage of the Winter Olympics. Streaming every event, every day. Yes! It's all the unprecedented. United States wins gold. Unstoppable. Sensational. Unbelievable. Sports to love. Sign up now at PeacockTV.com. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Boyd Burton. Alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, a man who did not change his name over the past <laughs> week, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing, as always, during the pandemic, air quotes, Saturday morning, sir? Oh, Roy, one day, I'm going to, I'm going to, I yearn for the day when you said, how are you doing in this endemic, sir? Mm. But we are not there yet. No. I, I mean, like, but. There are things to keep us entertained, and and apparently 100 million people watched trash football, which still just like like <laughs> it don't matter what what controversy of the hour happens. People still buy football. People bet on football. People enjoy football, and people will watch again this week for football. I know that when the schedule or the news came out that we were getting the Monday night wild card game. I know people, I was probably one of the people, not as loud as some, but I was like, man, nobody asked for Monday games. We got the two games, the two days of three games last year, and it was great. No one needs to split this up. We complain, we co- we cry, we moan, but you know what we do every time football's on? We turn the TV on. 97, that was a 91 out of the top 100 programs in America last year, football games. <laughs> As Chris mentioned, 100 million or so people watched some of the worst football anyone has ever seen. Worst playoff football, I can say, as people have ever seen. Now, you know and, what? and if the games are good, then a cabillion people, 50 million, like a peak of 50 million people watch the wild card game. Not the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, like round one. Round Yeah, round one, Dallas, San Francisco had a huge audience. Um, because again, people just can't help themselves, you know, when it comes to football, and neither can we. So, so we're gonna talk a lot of football. No, no, and like I don't know, it, it's just like I always say, man, the only way that you enforce change is from your is from your habits, whether you whether you support a product or you don't. If not, complain, then don't complain. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, like because everyone's allowed an initial complaining. But if you complain 77 times, then you're kind of defeating the purpose of complaining. Make your complaining notable. Well, no, here's no, here's the thing. You can complain, and then, like you said, like you know, make your voice heard in whatever manners you can. Like you know, we say on the show all, all the time, you vote with your eyes, you vote with your wallet, right? If you really don't like something, like again, like kudos to this. We're now, we don't we don't talk hockey on this program a lot, but kudos to Flyers fans for just not showing up anymore. They're like, you know what? You know what? We're done with this team. Flyers fans, like, attendance was always, like, Flyers attendance was always, like, 100%. Like, it was, they always banged the building out every single night. Flyers had a 10-game losing streak earlier this year. They're in the midst of a nine-game losing streak as we're recording this episode. And no one went to the game, was it Wednesday night, Tuesday night? No one went to the game earlier this week. You know what? Kudos to you guys for saying, you know what? I'm tired of this. Like, one of our one of our sub mottos of this show is be about it. Yeah. And like I don't know, Flyers fans are about it. They're and about unfortunately, it. there's a guy who probably got a new controller for Christmas for, <laughs> for his fiance, and he is still about it. He's about video games, but not about the the sport that pays him. Well, doesn't pay him money. Yeah, well, we got some Ben Simmons. That's the guy we're talking about with the new controller. We got some Ben Simmons uh, things, some Ben Simmons things to discuss. Uh, ben Simmons, current GM, um, talked about possibly moving him to another team. A, a flurry of rumors came out earlier in the week, and we'll kind of sort through all those and see what's real and what's not real. But of course, but we're the biggest put a, news, yes. but for me, Roy, the biggest yeah. news of the week is we found out the well for the moment. The mm-hmm. GM of the football of the local football team is about a about a quarterback. That's the right, quarterback. That's right. As we put a bow in this Eagle season, um, we got the vote of confidence for one Jalen Hurts from the GM and the coach. Uh, so we will discuss what that means going forward in terms of the Philadelphia Eagles. So 
A lot of stuff to talk about on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, my friend? No, just say the usual thank yous. Thank you to all of you guys out there for listening to us, whether it's on 106.5 FM, Philly Cam Radio, WPPM, LP Philadelphia, or wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube Music. Just do a search for the Broad Street Line. Download us to your phone, your iPad, your computer, your MP3-enabled device. Listen at home or in the office or take us with you on the go. We are available 24-7-365. Again, if you're in Philly, you can catch us every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia, or wherever you are, you can listen live on the TuneIn app. Just go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app. Search for Philly Cam and listen to us again every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. While you're doing all that, please do us a solid. Follow us on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. This is Chris's second favorite, first favorite weekend of the year. Uh, uh, it's it's third. 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 Third favorite weekend. No, because I, like, for the longest time, and I think me and you are in agreement, the best weekend of the sports year used to be. It's used to be, or used supposed to be. To be. <laughs> supposed to be. Yes. Round, first weekend of the NCAA tournament. That's People correct. like me took off Thursday or Friday, went to the local bar with your friends, and just drank crap beer, and just spent hours watching a non-4K television. That's but correct. Now, but now, I think, for me, it's, it's changed to NFL Week 1. It really, because I feel that's the, you get everything. You get like you've anticipated this event for months. You get red zone. You've been anticipating red zone for the first time. Like I don't know, you experience red zone for the first time in months. You ex- for a lot of people, your wagering game ha- has been off for a while. Like I don't know, your fantasy. Like it, I mm-hmm, feel the anticipation mm-hmm. to NFL Week One is just the perfect storm of just of just just going nuts. That's really and good. Feel, and then I feel the second is the NFL draft. I will agree with you week one. Um, I, I, I think that is the, that is the best way. Yeah, of all the days of on the sports calendar, that is definitely the day that I look forward to the most. The NFL draft. Um, I mean, it's different for us because, again, we're kind of like, I don't want to say we're hardcore, but I mean, we're like, we get into it more than the average casual Yeah, fan. no, I think we're like, I, um, I think we're like below, like, I don't know, like, the, the I think we're like maybe like, you know those quarterback tiers? We're like, we're not A or B, I don't think. No, we're no, no, C no. tier. Yeah, like, we're like Matt Ryan, you know? Yeah, maybe. Like, we're the, you know. like, like, we, like, we'll, we'll do a mock draft. We'll go on, like, I don't know, a site and do a mock draft. Right. I don't think we'll pay, well, we might pay, might pay for, like, a site for a couple months just to, like, get some premium stuff. We, I won't do two. Like, I don't know. I, just one's enough. Like, I don't know. Like, you're, you're expending yourself a little bit, you're, yeah. but 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 you're not you're not doing spreadsheets. No, not no, yet. no, no. Like I don't know. And even if the Eagles have three personal picks, I'm still not doing them. But no, no, like no. I don't. But I think for say you're just Joe. No, like I don't know. Hardcore NFL. No, hardcore. Just regular hardcore fan. Mm-hmm. What are your three favorite weekends of the year? Like w- without putting. Uh, a category on yourself just you are a big sports fan <laughs> i think i think regular regular joe sports fan um if i had to say regular joe sports fan i think we i think number one is probably super bowl um, yeah you're right num- number two number two might be the tournament uh the week yeah, first weekend no, of the tournament. There, no because i've um, learned that unlike me there are people that can just jump straight into the tournament and not and be thoroughly entertained without watching a minute because it's the whole one yeah. done. You don't one need to, but yeah, like I don't know. But for me, I need some investment. So that's fallen down. Yeah. And I think someone mentioned it. I think the 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 opening weekend, the Masters weekend. I was going to say the Masters again. I got you know like soccer. You know, I mean, people like soccer. I mean, soccer. These people like baseball. I mean, geez, God, I can't talk. People <laughs> like golf. Um, I don't think they like, like golf to that extent. I was going to say oh, opening day, so opening day baseball. Niche, so, so that's yeah. a niche audience. I was going to so say I opening think... day baseball, but that's almost niche too. So Yeah. Um, no, like, I don't know. I, I really think there are only – I think you can only go two. It's and probably maybe, week one. And, I'd go and, week one. Maybe NFL week one. I was going to say, I, I'd go week one if you want to throw something out there. Um, 
that's probably it. I and, mean, then, like, and then one of these playoff rounds. I mean, like, if you want to throw in, again, no, week. I was going to say week one. I mean, yeah, either playoff rounds or maybe if you want to throw Christmas in or, or Thanksgiving in there, maybe. I mean, does but, anyone care about, like, <laughs> like NBA wild, like, opening round weekend? Oh, no, God, no. Yeah, no, 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 no one cares. No, no one cares. No one even knows when that is, so they don't even matter. No, but it's, it's a really good question, though. No, it's a really thing where, like, you have this date circled. Yeah. You're, like, saying, you're saying, wife. I have all my errands done. These are the plans. I've mowed the I've mowed the grass. I am ready to go for eleven hours NFL Week One to just do absolutely nothing but watch television. So I know you this weekend will be watching nothing but again NFL divisional round um, action. So again, follow him at SKD two one five. You can follow me at the BS line. Unfortunately, the Eagles will not be part of that weekend action because they lost to the Bucks. Um, this past Sunday, um, not even that close, to be honest with you, 31 to 15. Weather turned out not to be a huge factor. Um, however, we thought the Eagles would have game plan X, you know, when it came to kind of dealing with the Bucks. But then when you kind of get punched in the mouth immediately, um, game plan X kind of gets thrown out the window because early in the second quarter, the Eagles already down 17 to nothing uh, because the Bucks kind of did whatever they wanted to and matriculated the ball down the field pretty well um, to, to start off the game. Um, it eventually grew to a 31 to nothing lead. Um, you know, there were calls in the uh, calls in the Twitter machine for the Eagles to give up the sticks because they were just kind of kind of getting kind of roasted. Um, I don't know where you want to start with this game. I just want to say this. I just want to say this thing, this thing to start to begin with. I am amazed. And again, we said it before, like at some point, your quarterback's gonna have to make some passes, make some plays, and win you a game. And there were plays to be made, and they were not made. And so we can discuss that in a second. All I need to say is. At some point in the first quarter, maybe you might want to throw the ball to your best playmaker, Devontae Smith. I'm but, not a coach. Uh, okay, uh, okay. So, but, oh, no. So, so this is a, this has been a, a thing, a, a, an internet thing. Troy Aikman, I think, on one of these Dallas stations was lamenting or debate, like basically yeah. the debate of his existence that 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 teams don't force feed it to their best receiver. Dallas didn't do it with with CD Lamb. I had no idea CD Lamb considered the best receiver on the Cowboys. Yeah, he he kind of is. Yeah. So and I and during the game, other than the fact he was he had he he wanted zero parts of this game from jump. He wanted to be in Dallas to cover the Cowboys Forty uh, ers <laughs> game. The fact that the Eagles were not getting the ball to Devontae Smith was quite literally driving him nuts. Where where do you place the blame on this? Because. I, I I like I thought I knew the answer, but it appears that the answer isn't as clear cut as I thought. So it's hard. To, well, I, I'll say it. I'll say it's hard to say because I guess I don't know how much freedom Jalen Hurts has in the offense. Like I'm not sure if he has to go through his progressions and go A B C D. However, at a at a certain point, when you have a Devontae Smith, you got to say, "Hey, man, like this is my read." Like, I don't care what else is happening. If the defense, because again, you can see it, you can see it, you know, if you looked for it on the screen, you can see the D backs playing kind of off on Devontae Smith. If you wanted to kind of say, hey, man, just hit this dude on like a little seven yard Colorado or whatever, and just, get, just to get him the ball, that was there a lot. And in that, well, I'm, they didn't go for it for a long time. And so a lot well, of that, were, I think, well, was there on Jalen Hurts. a lot of things on the plate that, like, and I, and I hate, to, I hate to just, just bang this like a bang this like a like a drum, but there are plays to be made, yeah. and the quarterback isn't making them. And there's this video, like I think it's like an NFL films, where the defensive coordinator and the players of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are flat out saying he can't read the defense. Like I don't know, <laughs> like I don't know, like this isn't fans, this isn't Tampa Bay fans, this is the defensive or a defensive coach of, the, of a Buccaneers and the players, and I think Richard Sherman, that are just saying, yo, this dude can't read the deep. Like, I, I mean, like, I like it's easy for us to, like, say that he can't read the deep ones or he, he isn't going through his progressions. But when you have the opponent, the opponent that's supposed to, like, fear and respect you, say, yo, this dude can't do it. Right. I don't, I don't know what other, like, I think that's the biggest indictment out, out of anything for Jalen Hurts. And and people keep saying, oh, give them, like, and full disclosure, I 
I don't say I have no problem, but due to the circumstances of what's going on, not wanting, like, not having the team fully built yet, the quarterbacks in this draft are terrible. And I'll say terrible. I'll say it because when the godfather of the draft, Mel Kiefer, is saying the up, <laughs> the comparison of Kenny Pickett is Andy Dalton. Like, I don't know. <laughs> he, he literally said Andy Dalton. Like, we always say Andy Dalton as, like, this, like, this this fake like barrier of what an average quarterback should be. When Mel Kuyper says that, that means that's that's the close. That's he might he's not even going to reach that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I am okay. Oh, sorry. So I'm okay giving Jalen Hurts another year. However, what are what are reasonable expectations for improvement in this offseason? I don't like. I know and. I ask, I, I ask people, like, I don't know, I, I won't argue this on Twitter because this, because people are, are insane about this. What is, what is a reasonable cop for the best version or a reasonable best version of Joe? All right. Well, to your second, so your last question, I don't have an answer yet, but let me, let me just set the table. So Jalen Hurts, again, first playoff start. Um, I think 21st-ish start in the NFL, 23 of 43, 258, two interceptions, including one in the end zone. Um, again, you can talk about arm strength when you want to talk about that end zone because Devontae Smith is wide open. Um, one in interception in the end zone, of course, you know, plenty of plays where meat was left on the bone. Um, he had a huge turkey leg early in, in the game <laughs> with, 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 <laughs> across the middle. Um, they got pointed out on Twitter like five minutes later by Dan Orlovsky, <laughs> um, which, again, is kind of amazing because I, I don't think – we break down quarterbacks. Any other quarterback like this? No, no um, I do. No, I no, I think we do with most young quarterbacks now. Like during and, during, and a, during a game in the middle of a game. Well, well, one most young quarterbacks are playing in the playoffs. Right. Okay. Like, know, That's fair. Like I think it, it's like. But it, did, it, right, did it, we do this with Mac Jones? I guess is my question. I don't think the answer was yes, but I don't. Maybe we did. No, I, because I, I think I people are like people are looking for any hope with or, or like looking for like something to, to sink their teeth in with Jalen Hurts because there's no there's no middle like I don't feel there's no middle ground with Jalen Hurts either you are standing for him for life because he is just this amazing human being like Tobias Harris of the NFL or <laughs> or there are just people I mean crap if you can put me in a category I'd say dude he's I don't know what he's like like other than being in the right time at the right time like at the right guy at the right time, I don't know what other door. Like other than he's very liked in that locker room, and I don't mm-hmm. think you can. Like I don't know. Like that's not something to be overlooked. It it, it, it is. Like I don't know. Like it, it because we've learned that. Like I don't know. Being like respected and like being able to be followed by teammates is an important trait of a quarterback. Yeah. So like I don't know. Like for in that stretch, and has he gotten better from game one? Yes. That, that that's it. but you would expect it i think even your most reasonable expectations he would have gotten better than he has after 18 weeks well, well let me ask you a question so so in a vacuum and i know it's hard to do but in a vacuum if i told you a second round quarterback with 21 starts in the nfl played as well as jalen hurts played as well poorly whatever as jalen hurts did on Sunday in a vacuum, forget everything else. You would say that's not bad, right? You wouldn't say it's great, but you'd say it's no, not bad, right? No, no, you're right. However, we don't operate in a vacuum. We have watched seven, like we have scrutinized this dude because frankly, he like, because he's a very, he's an unknown. And and mm-hmm. I think that's why, like, because like, usually like, I don't know, like usually with a, a high draft pick, you're expecting, like, I don't know, certain things like i don't know like bare require like the 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 core requirements of a class no one knows what the core requirements for jalen hurts is like i like and i'll I'll go back to this is we overestimated his readiness coming out of the draft like i don't like like he was i I mean we're being honest howie rose was drafted to be a backup quarterback yeah i think i i think initially i think we did and I think when we saw him just kind of come in for those, well, at least me, when I just saw him coming in for those, I'll call it gadget plays, but call him, come in for those one-off plays and, you know, we, in year one, I was like, all right, this dude clearly ain't ready. Because he was okay, ready. Now, yeah, yeah. No, I know. And I think this is where, should he have even been drafted in the second round is my question. 
like was he good enough to be a second round pick? I think he was, but I don't, I don't no, think he like, was. I don't know. Yeah. Like his readiness. Like I don't know. Like because if you're drafting a guy in the second round, do you expect him to be re- remotely ready? If I'm drafting, no. See, I don't think. Well, not necessarily. Like if I'm drafting a guy in the second round, I, I'm expecting him to like within a year to be ready. But I think we'd agree that that he was a little behind than what we expected him to be. I, I agree. I, I, and again, like yeah. it could be a lot. Of, I mean, look. I mean, like last year, last offseason really wasn't an offseason. Twenty twenty um all season really wasn't an off season you know because of yeah. covid and things like that so i mean like i get it like it's you know it's probably it's one of those things where it's like you know he wasn't going to be you know like most guys again when you when you see a justin herbert and you see a joe burrow ball out as rookies like those are anomalies right like that don't happen and those are you know first round picks high picks or whatever like that's what they're supposed to do like second round picks we don't really have a training camp we don't really have an off season come into the NFL to kind of, you know, run stuff that they didn't never ran before. Like I kind of expected, you know, I expected them to have a little bit of, little bit of problems, but again, it was clear, you know, cause you saw how bad, well, you know how bad Carson Wentz was, you know, last season and Jalen Hurst was only coming in for a play or two here or there. Clearly if he was I don't know, any source of good at that point, he'd have been starting earlier because Carson yeah. Wentz was trash, <laughs> you know, so he obviously wasn't ready back then. Um, but yeah, so like, I, like I'm trying, it's so hard because it's hard to evaluate this dude because again, Given everything around him, given the whole situation, like what is he supposed to be at this point? Like, is he supposed to be better than he is? It's not because supposed to be better no, than he because is? you'd like I, I think you'd argue that he has had one of the more fit. Like, what? How many young quarterbacks get this in elite? This elite of an offensive line usually, the, like young quarterbacks are behind turnstile, like right. like Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. <laughs> like I don't know, like, and that's not something to be overlooked either. Like I don't know, like he, it's not like. And we have, and I saw this. Jalen Hurts isn't getting a fair shake. I'm like, come on, dude. He, like, I don't know. Like, you can't. Like, other than, other than gifting him, a, like another star receipt. Like, and I think that's where this is headed. Is along with like I don't know, not really having options without like basically selling the farm. Like, I don't know. Like, you're going to build the team where next year when Jalen Hurts is the quarterback. There's going to be no doubt whether he should be your quarterback in 2023. And right. I respect right. that. That's yeah. I think that's the ultimate goal. Cause again, like you have, you know, you have three first round picks and ideally you'll use those picks to build a competent team around this guy. And then you'll, you'll, you know, you have money and free agency to, to build around this guy. And look, you have a legit number one wide receiver. You have a top, you know, top end tight end. Um, you're going to have a really good to great offensive line, no matter what happens with who comes back or whatever like that. Um, so you have the pieces there. Now, granted, like you have a running back that you don't like, that probably doesn't fix your system that you probably need to get rid of, but whatever, that's a whole different situation. But you have enough pieces on offense and you'll build enough pieces on defense where like this team around Jalen Hurts is going to be good enough where this team, if Jalen Hurts is good, this team should probably win a playoff game next year. Like you should probably yes. have enough talent. No, no. Where you so, win a playoff game. so that is, so that, so, so that is, so that's the expectation for next year. Like, if this team is and, built correctly, yes. And I think that. I think so. No, and, yeah. But but I also think like in a, like he needs to play a complete game. Like he mm-hmm. hasn't played a complete game yet. Like I, I don't know, is, is that too much to ask? Like I, like, and I don't want to be like like too hard on the kid. But man, like I, I don't know, like like there's just no consistency in anything he does. Like whether it's it whether it's footwork or it's or it's pocket. Like I, I mean, like if you had to just put one thing on his. On his to-do list with his front-running coach, quarterback coach Quincy <laughs> Avery. Like I don't know what would you, what would Coach Sirianni and Brian Johnson tell Jalen Hurts? What do you need to work on? Number one. I I don't know how to kind of phrase. I'll phrase it the best best way I can phrase it. But I was like, this dude just has to read the field better. I mean, like there's <laughs> like there's like even 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 novice people. Like not looking looking at all twenty two, just like looking at the TV, like looking at the I'm basic stuff that you get off the TV. Film when the entire game the yeah, like screaming. yeah, like guys like me yeah. and you. But I was saying, like guys like me and you can yeah. just like look at like you know like NFL like clips on Twitter and say, hey man, like you know I ain't like the biggest you know draft you know the biggest play breakdown guy in the world or whatever. Yeah. But like I I can see that there are receivers that should be thrown to because they're open or open enough for you to throw to and you ain't making those throws real. So reading the field, whatever that is, whatever entails in whatever. And I think for me, I think this is kind of a, a subset of that is dude, trust your eyes. Other, 
I, I mean, unless you need LASIK like Jameis Winston, like, I don't know, like, you're putting in the work. Like, it's apparent you're putting in the work because your teammates wouldn't believe in you if you didn't put in the work. Right. You're obviously doing <laughs> stuff during the week to prepare yourself. You just need to execute that. Like, I don't know, yeah. like, if, if you're in the quarterback room and you're seeing this, like, I don't know, like, trust your eyes and, more importantly, trust your arm. Like, yeah. whatever, whatever arm you have, just trust it. Like, I don't know, like, like if you're going to go down with your, like, I don't know, like, skill set, just trust, like, go down being confident. And I don't, like, I think Jalen Hurts comes off as this very confident, like, dude with, like, when he speaks and, like, all this. But I think he's not confident in his quarterback ability, is, no. if that makes sense. Like, no, no I know, I just yeah. think, like, I just think, like, like, I mean, the, the plays are there. Just trust it. Like, and, like, I don't, like. Because and it's not like he's incapable of doing this. You see it, like I don't know, like a few times a game. You just don't see it enough. And 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 you didn't. And you saw it rare, like. He, and he missed a lot in several games. Right. Yeah. Like again, like the the Quez Watkins play uh, in in the Tampa Bay game. I think it was the other play. Was it the, let's the Giants the, game? Let's the Giants game. Anything with Jalen Rager because like, well, no, well, like, we gotta I, talk about Jalen Rager. <laughs> we got to talk about Jalen Rager because Jalen Rager, of course, you know, did did his part to help the top Tampa Bay Bucks win on Sunday by by muffing the punt. But um, Nick Siri, I'm sorry, Howie Roseman said that Jalen Rager um, is part of the wide receiver group that he's a fan of. He just expected a little bit more out of Jalen Rager, but likes him as a slot receiver. I don't know if that's that's got to be GM speak because yes. I can't yeah, imagine. You say you I like what you see what out of this guy. I, I mean, he hasn't been worth looking at on over the cap, so I'm not sure what his cap it is. He's a first-round pick, so I think it might – he's one of those dudes who it might cost more to cut than just to keep in existence. Like, I like like like, like J-Jaw. Like, I, like, I think next year you can actually get rid of J-Jaw, and I, and I highly suggest you should. But I, I think Jalen Rager, like, I don't know, like, he's this dude that's going to – like, I don't think – He'll be here. I know. I I think he'll be here in a very reduced role. I don't know what you do with him. He can't return kicks. He can't return punts. He runs lazy routes. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, that, that's all I got. <laughs> like, and I don't think has like, I don't think Quez Watkins is this terrible receiver. I do. Is he a number two? Absolutely not. But I see. I don't see. I could see him being. I mean, I feel this dude gets his name gets thrown around for being the really fast dude who just runs like deep, like like nine routes. McCall Hardman, like I, I feel like he's just like, but every team has that that super streaky dude who yeah. will catch like like every three games catch a sixty yard pass. But more importantly, the quarterback needs to get it to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he could be that Deshaun Jackson type of guy, the guy that yeah. stretches the field kind of guy. That's fine. Yeah. Um. By the way, Jalen Rager. Um. Seven point eight million dollars uh, cap hit if if he is cut in dead money, um, if he is cut um, doesn't as a pre June first cut six million if he's uh, doesn't as a post June first cut. Um, and the, and yeah, the words here. yeah in the words of Stephen A. Smith though I don't care <laughs> like if he like if he like I, I'd be I have no problem with with cutting that dude and just eating the money. But again he'll probably be here like he'll be here he'll fight for that third spot. And depending on what they do, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, Brandon Graham will also be back, according to Howie Roseman. Um, Wrong. And, well, again, well, well, it's either here. Well, it's their, their choice. Um, I'm, I'm still a, trying to figure out why were there even questions about Brandon Brooks? Or, 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 or no, or you got me. You have to, you have to ask him about Brooks or Graham. Oh, oh no, oh, Brandon Graham absolutely will be back. Brandon Brooks, there's no way in. He's just starting. He was just like you're starting offensive lineman, and then he just, you know he missed the last fourteen, whatever fourteen game, whatever most of the season. You gotta figure out what's going on. Like, hey, what's up? Like, no, like he's literally he's another guy who just fell off the grid. I haven't yeah. seen him. Yeah, no, he's yeah. Like, you gotta ask. I mean, like I'm sure they asked the Falcons about Calvin Ridley. I mean, you have to ask the question. Like, you gotta say, like, hey, man, what's up? Like, what's he, what's he been? Um, <laughs> one guy who probably won't be back is Ryan Kerrigan, who had the greatest game um, of his Eagles career on Sunday. Uh, right when it mattered the least, at the very last seconds of his Eagles career, Ryan Kerrigan decided to get sacks and tackles on the backfield, which is pretty amazing for for Ryan Kerrigan. But we will do the whole post mortem on the roster, who they should keep, who should they should get rid of. We'll do that. We'll save that for another time. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We do need to talk about, as Chris mentioned, the Godfather of the draft, Mel F. Kuyper Jr. dropping his first mock draft for the 2021, um, 20, excuse me, 2022. Um, 
calendar year. It is officially year. the start of draft SZN. Like, you just need the Godfather. Like, when, like, Mel Kuyper said, yo, I'm dropping this. This is like the, like, this was when, like, Drake dropped, like, I don't know, OVO, <laughs> like, like, OVO mixtape with, like, 6 p.m. in Calabasas. He had to drop your Arnold Ecobetti. This is when you know, and you mentioned it before, this is when you know that this quarterback class cheeks because no team in the top 10 takes a quarterback in Mel Kuyper's uh, mock draft. And again, if quarterback, the teams who are that bad usually need a quarterback. But if none of them are taking quarterbacks that high, that tells you all you need to know about the talent in this class. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. But the Eagles, as it stands right now, three picks in the first round. Uh, Mel Kuyper has the 15th pick. Um, Devin Lloyd going with the 15th pick, the middle linebacker out of Utah. Arnold Ebiketti, Ebiketti, how do you, Ebiketti, is that how you pronounce it? From Ebiketti. Penn State? Ebiketti, the edge rusher from Penn State, formerly of Temple. To you, shout out. An ex-Temple player. Shout out Temple. And the 19th pick, uh, Chris Olave from Ohio State, the wide receiver. Um, just, you know, high level. What do you think of those those three picks for the Eagles? Sure. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't I mean, know how like, much, you, you know, tape you've watched. No, I know. Like, I, I, I've looked a little bit at Ebiketti. And he's explosive, not like Derek Barnett. <laughs> like I, I mean, like, and, and he had nine, he had ten and a half sacks this year. Like, and usually Penn State guys translate decent to the NFL. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, is he going to be Michael Parsons? No, but I, I mean, like, Penn State usually has a good track record of, of NFL players. So sign me up. I, I like, I think some mocks had him early second round, but. Pass rushers usually get overdrafted anyway because I, I feel that, like especially this year like I don't know you're gonna see a run on pass rushers like I don't know yeah. I mean heck the first two picks of the entire draft are gonna be defensive end so I, I mean like you, you could never like I don't know like but I, I mean pass rushers always it's not a given that the dude you get is gonna be a stud like I don't know like in the mid first round so and Devin Lloyd looks like a stud. We need a stud linebacker, and like in my part, like in my perfect world, they draft a linebacker and a pass rusher or a cornerback in those first two picks. And with that third pick, you're trading it. All right, I, I, I don't again. You're yeah, I don't have a problem with that. First. Yeah, I don't have a problem with with you know with that plan again. Like I like again from what I know about these guys. Like I like these guys again. Give me a linebacker. Give me an edge rusher. Um, again, either trade that second pick or, or a third pick or give me a wide receiver. Um, again, Christian Harris, you know, from Alabama might be the linebacker that I pick. There's a bunch of edge rushers um, who should be there at 16. And then, again, if you want to, like, I, I was a fan of that kid, Jamison Williams from Alabama, who got hurt with towards ACL. Um, he might be the guy at, at, at 19. Um, but again, Are like, you okay with going down the, the draft tree again for a receiver? Or are you saying, no, we need to go vet, a veteran route? I I I prefer you to go to veteran. If you want a you know a day one starting number two you know wide receiver, I prefer you go to the veteran route. But again, like you could, you have the flexibility, you have the luxury, I'll call it, you know, with the three number one picks to take a guy you know like a Jamison Williams who won't be ready in September, but who's a talented wide receiver, you know, might be, arguably might be the best wide receiver of the class, and you kind of you know, even if he. Again, even if he's not, you know, a top ten caliber receiver, he's a nice compliment to, to Devontae Smith. I don't, I don't know. If you had one pick, I'd be like, nah, I'm tired of this. But but you got three, so I'm like, all right, maybe we can we can we can play that that, that game where we, you can draft a guy at 19. And, but again, it all kind of depends on how the board falls and you know you know what makes the most sense. Because again, this team has a lot of holes. I mean, I got no problem yeah, with drafting no, the safety. No, and I <laughs> no, and I think that's what we need to keep in perspective is a team with that had bottom third talent made it to the playoffs and got some like they should have. And yeah. let's remember that. And a lot of the guys that were on this defense are free agents because they signed one year deals. So yeah. you're going to need the God, you might need to sign. Like you might need to draft like a couple guys in the secondary because are you bringing Anthony Harris back? Are you right. bringing Rodney McLeod back? Yeah. Like, are you sure you like, is, yeah. It's like Steven Nelson coming back. Like, like, are you sure everybody's coming back? Like, I don't yeah, know. I'm pretty sure Steve Nelson ain't signing for a one year deal again. Yeah, whatever you got Steven Nelson for last year, like Steven Nelson's gonna triple that easy wherever, whether it's <laughs> yeah. here or somewhere else. Cause you got Steven Nelson, like like you know, as, as a you know, I don't even know what it was, like a, a thank you or you know, forgotten man, like and like the day before like the season started for yeah. like nothing. Like like Steven Nelson way outplayed whatever you paid him. 
So like, you, yeah. you, you know, you're gonna cost you a lot more than that. So. No, I like I, I could argue he was probably the best side, the best other than other than drafting Smith and Dickerson. Yeah. See, see, Nelson saved your season, I think. Like yeah, I, I mean, like you were you were this close to play starting Zach McPherson. So like no, like I mean like he was a very unsung player on this team. And like I don't know, the second there I thought was the best unit on the de- on defense. Yeah, like I, I, I wouldn't have a single problem with them taking three defensive guys in those picks. I, they won't. And you know, like knowing knowing Howie, like you almost have to t- you know twist his arm and even take a linebacker. So I don't even know if we can expect that. But again, like they like this team needs a lot of talent, like everywhere on both sides of the ball. Mostly well, I don't even know mostly because again, like you got a problem. I don't say a problem. You got to figure out what you're doing at running back because I'm. I, I figure it's it's over. I'm done. Wow. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. This is not going to work. This marriage ain't going to work. I'm not saying Miles <laughs> Sanders ain't good. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying he ain't going to oh, work here. Roy. Oh, but Roy, he's averaged six yards a carry in the last four years. Like I, 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 I'm serious, man. That's why football is cool. Because you can see all these stats, and you can just see if you looked at Miles Sanders' stat line, you'd be like, "Whoa!" If he played 16 games, he'd be a Pro Bowl. Nah, he wouldn't be because, like, I, I like, how many times can a hole be so damn open that you just <laughs> ignore it? And and I look, I know they were down early, and I know the game got away from her or whatever like that. But even 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 despite all that, despite that. It was it's clear it was as clear as day on Sunday that this dude and this offense are not a good marriage. It is not like no. like Boston Scott and all these other Kenneth Gainwell, all these other dudes who get the ball and hit the hole immediately are infinitely better fits. It's it's I yep. Miles Sanders has like I'll say it Boston Boston Miles Sanders has more talent, pure talent than Boston Scott. He's a more talented running back. Boston Scott's better but, for this offense. I'm sorry, but, I guess, gonna, <laughs> but, but if you poll, if you if you did a private poll on offensive linemen, say who would you rather block for? Yeah. Who, who who would you rather uh, block for? A uh, Boston Scott or Miles Sanders? I guarantee you, four out of the five guys would say Boston Scott. Boston Scott immediately. Like it's like it's it's just one of those things. Like it's just one of the, again. This is like the whole NBA. Wow. No, the, no. Was there something because he he's been on his bull forever? Like I don't know. What, what, like was he just extra on his bull? Like I don't know. Like, I don't know like, if he was extra like, on his bull. I mean, I know he was like he had like well, I don't know if he was extra. I know he started the game like five carries, five yards, but whatever. I mean, it was one of those things. But like, I think it was for me. I think it probably was a Boston Scott touchdown. I think it was. A, I think it was a touchdown. I was like, oh, all right, well, you can do this. Like this is possible. Like you could just, I mean, the game was over, but I mean, like, you just hit a hole and go, and like, hey, here's a touchdown. Like, it's nice. No, and, and I think it, like, I mean, like, I, I never thought I'd say this about him, but I think his vision is terrible. Like, his his vision to, like, see what, like, what hole should go to, like, it, it, it's like that game, it's like the RPO game with Hurts sometimes. He picks the wrong option. And yeah. for Miles Sanders, he's been picking the wrong hole for three years. Like, and I, I think for me, that's an underrated need for this team. Like you said, I think in the third round, I like, or if I'm trying to trade, like, like if I'm trading like that, that, that third first round pick, am I trying to get an extra one? You're damn right. But you know what I'm also trying to get? I'm trying to get an extra day two pick because I, I mean, I don't think there are pressing needs. Like, I, I don't know, like this team has for a playoff team, they have a lot of pressing needs. But an underrated press need for me is a reliable running back. Because you can't 100%. do this Jordan Howard thing anymore. You can't. No, you need no. to find a guy who can be a little Jordan Howard, not a little Miles Sanders. And you know me and Lion running backs to the third round, baby. That is where you draft them. Because anyone who thinks you should give Miles Sanders an extension is insane. No. Like borderline insane. You no, don't like – I'll say this. You don't know ball if you think <laughs> the solution is give Miles Sanders an extension. I don't care if an extension for $2 million. No. No. Like I don't know. Like – but what do you do with him? Like what value does a guy like Miles Sanders have? What do you get for Miles Sanders? A fifth round get- pick? So you can get something from Miles Sanders. You can get you can get a day three pick from Miles, like a or high day three pick from Miles Sanders. Yeah, like you can get a fourth round. Oh, like I don't know, but what? But what is it? Like he's 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 due for an extension, so it's not like you get like you're gonna get you'll get one year out of Miles Sanders, and then you'll be like, oh damn, we got to like that. No, that's why I think you you'll get a fifth round pick for him because 
You can't tell me that there aren't 30, I'll say 15 running backs in this year's draft that are cost controlled that can't do comparable, like even coming 75% of what Miles Sanders can do. Like, Roy, I'll say it. I think that ranking of him being the 25th best running back was right. He's not good. That's the thing. I don't. I think he's the 25th best running back on this team. I think he's <laughs> you no, know, seriously. I think if you put him on a different team, I, said, I think it's different. I, I said at the beginning of the season, I said that Kenneth Gainwell, Kenneth Gainwell would be the best, like the best running back on the team. I'm wrong, but he, but he's but second wasn't because, you know, this, because you know who the best running back on the team is? Boston Scott. Boston Scott. Yeah. But Boston Scott cannot be your no, right. like, that's he can't why, be your like, number one. Yeah. No, no, like because he's too inconsistent. He's like I, I know. Like you talk about leaving meat on the bone. He is like he used to be me when I was skinny with my wig. <laughs> no, it, 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 I'm I'm telling like you like there are there are certain things in life that are almost predictable on a Sunday. Me eating well and me tweeting about. Why is Miles Sanders trying to bounce this bleeping ball outside? Yeah, so so we will we will break this all down. The Eagles running back. I, you know, usually stuff. I'm like usually I know what you're. Saying. I had no idea you felt this way about Miles Sanders. I no, 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 Miles no, I, I am a Miles guy, but like it is what it is, man. Like I can't. Like there's just too much little stuff, and it's like I can't between the injuries and not hitting the hole. Yeah, and, like, no, also, that's a fair because one, he's been injury prone. Like one, I still don't like his best strength is speed he has breakaway speed like he's a he's a very explosive guy but he can't catch the ball out of the backfield really no he's not reliable and he doesn't hit the right hole so no. i don't know what to tell you yeah like he's not the best blocking running back on the team no. I mean, he's a he's a he's, he's an okay no, blocker but you mean like is yeah. pound for pound the best running running back on the team yeah yeah so it is what like it is we what gotta it is. do like, better no like yeah. now since you said this tonight, I'm gonna look at running backs. I didn't think I would look at running backs, but like you tell me, you can't find another Kenny Gainwell. I don't know if you're gonna find. I don't know if you're gonna find a lot. I, I, I think. I think the answer to this is probably to sign a, a David Johnson type of guy because I don't think you're gonna find a, a Kenneth so, a bigger Kenneth who, Gainwell. But who is like? So are you looking for a bigger dude? You want? I'm looking for like, a bigger guy. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking for a bigger. So, because these dudes are little. <laughs> you need a big no, so you need so you need a younger Jordan, a younger, slightly more explosive Jordan Howard. If it's third and three, God bless Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell. But it's third and three, I, I'm going to run the ball up the middle behind Landon Dickerson. I want to do to ink five nine. And, and and I feel that Jordan Howard is becoming this generation's Vinnie Curry. When yeah. like you have a problem. You're like, yo, let's call Jordan Howard. He's, he's like old Jordan Matthews, right? Yeah, because yo, no, he's no, he's Jordan Matthews. We're yeah. like, our running backs are unreliable, so we gotta call Jordan Howard, even though 31 other teams don't want Jordan Howard. Right. And like, I don't know, like, I think in the carries that he got as the season went on, he he was showing his his mileage. So yeah. let's no, like, no, I I need to find a running back and like. And one thing, we don't need to like I don't know, spend five million dollars. We don't don't trade for Christian McCaffrey, please. Yeah, no, don't no, need no, those. Don't, do don't do that. But no, you no. can find. Come on, look at the 49ers. They just pull guys out of anywhere, and yeah. they're like getting set. Like it all the and I guarantee you, this offensive line says, "Yo, let's find another running back." Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so we we'll, we will do all that break the, the roster breakdown in the coming weeks. I do want to kind of break down what happened last week during wildcard weekend, the weekend of terrible football by and large across the board. Uh, Bengals 26, Raiders 19, probably one of the best games of the, of the weekend um, that we will only remember or largely remember for the accidental whistle that happened on the uh, first uh, Bengals touchdown. And again, I don't think it really mattered in the scheme of the, nah. in, in, for the game or whatever, but it was just one of those weird things. That, no, but it's, it's another thing where we keep, people keep talking about the referees yeah. and they should be talking about the referees. And, and the just the NFL just plays this. I mean, this really close line of having the refs directly impact a playoff game. Like right. it's getting close, but yeah. they're but they're not there yet. So <laughs> I, I mean, like, but Roy, like to their to their defense, the, the NFL has been playing this this game of chicken for, for how long? Forever. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, like, like we saw the replacement refs, you know, cost yes. uh, cost cost, <laughs> cost the team an actual game. And yes. the only thing that the only thing that made the NFL do was like, yo, let's bring these other dudes back, like, and make sure we, we you know, we yeah, don't do no, this again. Like, no, no, like, no, like I, I, I'm serious. Until they have a Donaghy situation where like a guy just like 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 chokes on like I don't know, just eats his whistle or just doesn't call. Like, I mean, remember. Remember all those PIs? People are like, oh man, you can't like I think there like there was a game where like a PI cost like a team. Mm-hmm. So like I, I mean until it's I don't even know an instance where people where the NFL would just be like, okay, we need to do some some we need to do better. But like I, I don't know because there have been so many blatant instances where like it does it cost a team? Maybe. But you can't say, yo, this game, other than other than that. Hail Mary with the replacement ref, but they right. were replacement refs. They were replacement refs, so it, so it was what it was. Uh, referees didn't matter in that Bills Patriots game. Uh, shout out to Josh Allen uh, for for doing the darn thing. Three oh eight and five tutties. Buffalo scored a touchdown on every single possession that mattered <laughs> in the entire game, uh, which I believe it's the first time that's happened um, in the history of the playoffs. Uh, Niners twenty three, Cowboys seventeen. Again, we will remember this game for a referee, but the referee in this case did the right thing. When Dak Prescott, with 16 seconds on the clock, decided to run the ball up the middle on a quarterback draw, shout out to Mike McCarthy, and the uh, Dallas Cowboys were not able to run any play after that. Um, of course, the Dallas Cowboys were screaming bloody murder, um, and were throwing things at the well, the fans were throwing things at the referee. But the rule of the game is the umpire has to spot the ball, and the Cowboys thought they could do it themselves. And now Mike McCarthy is wondering whether or not he's going to have a job next week. This was a, this no, was a wild game, man. No, like, but but this ref game thing takes away from the fact the Cowboys choked again. Choked they choked up. again. Choked because if this supposed best offense with all these stars, with all this great offensive line, Dak Prescott making 40 million, C.D., Cooper, washed ass, uh, Zeke Elliott, they had seven points after three quarters. And seven. they only scored a touchdown because – Jimmy G almost gifted them the damn game. No, like I mean, I'm just like I think Kyle Brand said. I'm just tired of talking about the Cowboys because it has happens every year. Like and like <laughs> somehow they have had and and this isn't a, a this isn't a talent. This has never been a talent thing with the Dallas Cowboys. They've always had one of the most talented teams in the NFL. And this whole Dakar, they have one playoff win. That's crazy. No, that's insane. And again, every every home team took care of business last weekend except for one. Again, that's the Dallas Cowboys, um, whose stadium has sun like that kind of glares right in your eyes in the middle of the afternoon, which is wild to me. Uh, that you can build a stadium like that and not, you know, prepare for afternoon football games. But neither here nor there. Uh, Chiefs forty-one, Steelers twenty-one. Um, people thought the Steelers were going to get a little spicy after that that TJ Watt uh, tutty, but then it just kind of went all downhill from, from there. Another five touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes. Rams thirty-four, Cardinals eleven. Pittsburgh Steelers going into this season with this old bear as a quarterback. I'm, no, like you could have picked, I'm serious, 30 quarterbacks and they might be playing still. Like, if, like if you put Gardner Minshew, like I don't like, have you seen like some of the balls that, that Ben Roethlisberger throws? They're like barely. I've I've seen I've seen if, if you said they had a, if they had to start a different starting quarterback from week one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say if you had started a different starting quarterback from you know week week you know nineteen on Sunday, like that wasn't gonna change anything because they weren't. Oh no, the no. Like, but, how yeah. do you, like I understand that he's a legend. Right. Like I, I don't know. Like, and that's a very. But you don't have like a contingency plan if he sucks or not. No, like, man. Like you see, your contingency you, plan was Mason Stinky Mason Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah. Like you know, like what was it, a couple of years ago they had Duck. Like, like you have no contingency plan, man. Like they haven't they haven't planned for this. They started eleven no. and last they eleven and last year. They thought everything was gravy. Like this dude wasn't good then. Y'all were just winning because you know because you have an amazing defense. Like this yeah. dude's been borscht, borscht. Dude, Roger, yeah, Goodell needs to do something to prevent like Aaron Rodgers from going to the Steelers. Because if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Steelers, it's over. It's over. It's over. No, it's absolutely <laughs> over. Uh, Rams thirty four, Cardinals eleven. Um, Colin Murray's got like they, they they got in his chest like all night. That <laughs> <laughs> was I was kind of scared for that man's life for for a couple times. No, man. like, but isn't this what like you expected the Rams to look like? Stars all over the place. Odell Stafford. Von Miller, Cooper Cup, yeah, an animal as usual. Like, yeah, uh, I think they got a good shot this week. 
All right, so let's run down the games real quick. We got like 10 minutes or so. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Tennessee favored by two and a half. Uh, San Fran at – well, let's do the AFC first. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee favored by three and a half. And Buffalo at KC. KC favored at home by two. By two. Who do you like? What? Only – oh, wow. Yeah, I'm about to say, I don't like that. That, like, that, that see, two is, I, scares see, me. I feel that, like, Tennessee is the least talked about playoff team in the history of sports. Like, no one knows – no one knows or cares about the Tennessee Titans. And I know they have Derrick Henry back. I feel that – and they are just a resilient team. Like, I don't know. Like, Mike Brabel – is in the mix for the best coach in the NFL. I think that they, I, I think, I think Cincinnati still needs to like earn their keep. Like, I don't know. And I think Tennessee just batters them with Derrick Henry. I know like he'll be coming back from injury. I just try, like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's just something about Tennessee that just, they're not going to like, I don't know. Like that whole disrespect thing is real with them. Like usually it's fake, but no one gives a damn about Tennessee Titans. But I think <laughs> they're at home. I think they're not playing gangbusters i think they win to go to the AFC championship game what about that buffalo kc game i think i think this team is under keep i think buffalo wins like i feel that like it's almost in the cards right now for the bills like like you don't just beat the brakes off a bill belichick team and go out in the next round like they know like this is the perfect marriage of a good of a, of a very good coach a great quarterback and just a stacked roster like i don't know this is what this is what the Eagles, not Josh Allen, because you're never going to find Josh Allen. But, like, I mean, this is what your team should look like. And, and, and I think how we, how we said in the press conference, we want to build a team that has home field advantage or a one or two seed. Like, that's what the goal should be. Like, not even just the quarterback. Like, I don't know, build that team up. And I think Buffalo, man, they've done a hell of a job building a team there. And I think, like, I don't know, like, I know it's Mahomes in Kansas City, but they look, they've been beatable all year. And I think, I think Josh Allen wins it for them. Uh, no, they, these are the two best looking teams from last weekend, um, and and look like KC, like you know they came out came out the gate slow against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, then, then they realized they were playing Pittsburgh and kind of turned it up. There's going to be one game, and this is the closest spread of the of the weekend. There's going to be one game. One of these road teams is going to win. You yeah, gotta no, figure out no, which one's going to yeah, be. No, I think you got to find one road yeah, road team yeah. to win. One of these road teams is going. I can't. I just can't. I still can't do. It. I can't bet against Mahomes at home. I can't do it. Like it's, in, it's wow. not. In my, it's not in my blood. So I'm going KC Tennessee. I think Tennessee Tennessee takes care of business. Um, in the NFC, we got San Fran at Green Bay. Green Bay favored by five and a half, and the Rams at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay favored by three. See that Tampa Bay game, like. I usually like have a feeling who I like to win that game almost immediately after like like the playoff like like after the first round, and I just think they they handed they handed the Bucks one earlier this year, and I just like the makeup like I I, I mean like getting Odell is massive for the Rams and yeah. getting Cam Akers back is huge, and Tampa Bay's banged up they real like I, I mean like I mean you couldn't tell from the Eagles because they can't take advantage of their banged up yeah. team yeah. I think I, I think the Rams steal it in Tampa. Yeah, I, and, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I like people keep saying the Niners, like I don't know, um, match up well against the Packers. Dude, Aaron Rodgers is on his Joe Rogan-ish right now. Dude, like he is he is hell bent on making the Super Bowl. Like, man, kudos to him. Remember when he said when he posted that last dance, man? How how boss of a how much of a boss is Aaron Rodgers? But he's like, yo, I said it. And we gonna be like, I mean, that's wild. So I like it. It's really looking like right now for me, it's Green Bay versus Buffalo in the Super Bowl. Oh, all right. I, well, I like in this game, I like Green Bay as well. So yeah, so Green Bay and LA, I think are, are the you know are the are the winners on, on the NFC side of the bracket. And again, look, like that game's in LA. You know, it's Green Bay, it's LA, it's in it's at so it's gonna be at SoFi. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Green Bay was number one seed. I'm sorry. So you know, it's gonna be at Green Bay. Oh, they ain't winning at Green Bay. Never mind. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was gonna, I was gonna try to talk myself into the Rams making it. No, no, no they're no, not gonna. No, they're no, not going to Green Bay and win. Never mind. Never mind. It, no, Never mind. It, it, it has laid out. Perfectly. Never mind. Like, I mean, can Aaron Rodgers leave Green Bay after winning a Super Bowl? Absolutely, because he's, he's 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 a, look. He's a weirdo. Like he's like yeah. Like if anybody could do it, it would be that dude. So so they're gonna win a Super Bowl. Rodgers and De- Devontae Adams are just gonna walk. I don't think I don't I don't I don't think he's going to leave. But if you told me, it, like, it could it's, leave, gonna, yeah, sure. it's gonna be exactly like the '98 Bulls, where everyone just leaves. Yeah, yeah, like if, like yeah, but like I, it's so weird, man. Because because 
like he he seems like the dude who might just leave just to prove a point. So yeah, no, like no, like he's on his like I'm smarter than I'm smarter right. than, like like smartest man in the room like mode right yeah. now. So nothing would surprise me from this dude. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll see what happens because again, I really, I really want to see them them play this out because again, I got and also I have Green Bay as a Super Bowl winner on DraftKings. <laughs> so I got I got an open ticket, so I got some skin in the game. Um, we got like five minutes left. I want to talk about your favorite subject, one Benjamin F. Simmons. Um, before we get to that, kudos to Joel Embiid for dropping a fifty piece on the Magic on Wednesday. Ben Simmons, rumors all over the place. So let's start with let's just run them down. So. Keith Pompey said the Sixers wanted Simmons, Harris, Thibel for how well a proposed trade. Simmons, Harris, Thibel for Halliburton, Barnes, Heal, and two number ones. Um, but according to the source, the Sixers balked at that deal. Um, Sacramento B says the Sixers want Demonis Sabonis for for De'Aaron Fox. I'm even thinking about the Sixers. Uh, Sham said the Kings aren't trading Fox at all. He is an untouchable. <laughs> and Sam Amick of the Athletic said the Kings don't want Tobias, but they still want Ben Simmons, but they don't want to trade. De'Aaron Fox. So it sounds like if we want to put it all together, it sounds like De'Aaron Fox is a quote-unquote untouchable, but if you're the Kings and you stink, I don't know how you have untouchables, but that's neither here nor there. Let me just say this. I can't imagine that trade that Keith Pompey dropped would be stopped by the Sixers. Because if Matisse Thibel is the reason why you don't want to trade two guys you don't want, then you ain't never trading that dude. <laughs> that, dude no, that dude ain't no, never I, going to win. No, no, like that, that was my feeling is you are purpose purposely not wanting to trade, like if because that is I don't think you can get a better trade than that five that 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 five player trade. You're not no. like I don't no. know plus two ones. I don't even need the two ones. Like I no. don't know, just give me those three players. So it, this comes back to my feeling. I'm going to stick to it. Like I don't know. I I feel this. I feel this strongly in my bones. This GM is holding out for the big Kahuna. Like he's holding out. Like he sees these little fishes. He's like, nah, man. I want the big fish. I want the fish that eats lemon pepper wings at Houston <laughs> strip clubs. No, like I, I mean, like I feel that, like in his mind, and like I don't know, like I, like he feels that this is the only way to salvage this. Because if if he was interested in in these t- caliber of trades, this would have happened months ago. Like, or it would have happened maybe a day after December fifteenth when all these dudes became about eligible. But if you're waiting till like the deadline for all this stuff to happen, I just feel that like you have bigger, bigger fish in mind. And so, until like until like, and we won't know. But I I mean, if you had to, all right, if you had to put twenty six dollars of your own money down, mm-hmm. is Ben Simmons a Sixer? Yes or no? After after the deadline. No, uh, he's not a sixer. No, he's not a sixer. Are you using the twenty six dollars only for your mental health, or are you? No, 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 no. I think, I think at some point, like I think, I think everybody's going to be so exhausted <laughs> in three in three <laughs> weeks. You'll be like, We're in three weeks, there. yeah, I know, I know. But like, three weeks from now, this for seven months. I know, seven but it's going to be like. It feels like this has been going on for like this feels like this has been going longer than the pandemic. So I'll, I'll say this. This is a pandemic. <laughs> it really is. Daryl Morey went on 97.5 The Fanatic on Thursday and said, quote, I think it's less than less likely than likely, end quote, that, that, we're, that they're going to get an impactful six, Simmons trade done by the deadline. So even Daryl Morey said it ain't going to happen. Um, and again, I, I don't think, like you said, if it was going to happen with the Kings. I don't know if anything, nothing really changed from December 15th to January you know, 20th. Like, with, like the Kings have stunk the whole time. The Sixers have been who they are the whole time. So nothing's really changed. I just think that at some point we're like, look, man, like I know we wanted James Harden. I know we want the big fish and I know there might be other fish out there, but you know what? Let's just get this done and get out of here. Uh, okay. All right. So, so you're saying he gets traded. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. I think he gets traded, but, but again, Daryl Morey again, and we got to get out of here on this. Daryl Morey said, quote, I absolutely believe this team without any changes has a chance to win a title. Now, is that him preparing us for the non-trade? I don't know, but I hope hopefully it's not. You got thirty seconds. Uh, no, he's. I I think he's here, and 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 the city just no. Like I don't know. Like, like I wish we could. Like we'll continue this offline, but like I just want to feel the pulse of, of the fan 
301 on February 10th. It, 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 it'd be still here. If no, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the pulse. Like this team, this, these fans will be irate. Like this, <laughs> you might, like you might, if you wanted to scroll Twitter on February 10th, 301, you might want to just take off because again, like that ain't gonna work. Everybody's tired, and again, like maybe, maybe me thinking a trade's gonna happen is just me being tired, but people are tired. But again, we, we will talk about this offline. We will talk about this next week. Um, so again. Hopefully, we'll be able to talk about a Ben Simmons trade in two weeks. Hopefully. Fingers crossed on, on that front. Um, thank you guys, as always, for tuning in, uh, whether it's podcast or 106.5 FM, WPPN, LP, Philadelphia. Until next week, until that Ben Simmons trade, hopefully we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug & Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug & Associates, this is Mickey Marquis. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.